Hello, everyone. Welcome to Live Table Talk. And today I have another special guest with me. Her name is Miranda DeHaan, and she's an animal technologist and pet care safety expert and also a virtual assistant. So for those of you that want to uh, uh, or are looking for a virtual assistant, connect with her. She's amazing. And uh, yeah, uh, Miranda, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. That's great. So Miranda, um, I'm just going to ask you just, you know, a few questions just to, for our audience to get to know you a little better. Um, I heard you have the ability to create a safer and healthier uh, home for your pet. What is the end result that you offer? Well, there's, there's a few different things, but the biggest thing would be to um, reducing the, the stress in animals because there's a lot of things that we do as humans that cause stress in animals and we don't even realize it. <laughs> um, and that's just because we, we don't communicate the same way. And a lot of us as humans tend to try to communicate with our animals on a human level. So um, I, I provide tips on how you can set up routines, their environment, how to understand communication with them, uh, how to understand their communication. Absolutely. Um, and be able to just create a stronger bond with your animals so that there is a better ability to kind of flow with them and there's tends to be less behavior issues because they are they're more in a line with how you're reacting with them or yes absolutely that type of thing so yeah yeah it's amazing that uh you know when you connect with your pet and in a way that i don't know um i i have my son has a a dog and, and my daughter has a cat here and it's amazing how 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 different they connect with with me and with them, but once mm. they do, it's amazing how little signals, if you pay attention, uh, that they give you. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Pretty awesome. So, what qualifies you as an expert in your field? Well, the main thing is that I am trained as an animal health technologist. Awesome. So I do have this scientific training behind me, but I've also had um, experience with animals for over 20 years. Wow. That's and awesome. That's a long time. It is. Yes. Pretty cool. <laughs> um, although I would say it's been really the last few years that I've really started to develop an understanding um, around animals and being able to understand them on their level. Mm -hmm. And it's just been the different experiences that I've had that it's kind of helped me to be like, oh, what I'm doing is not benefiting them. And a lot of the behaviors that they're having is because of me. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not a, I'm not a trainer or a behaviorist, mm -hmm. but I understand a lot of the concepts that they work with. So it's 
there's, there's that aspect, but I also, when I was training as an animal health technologist, I had to do a little bit of a stint in the, in the humane society, in the euthanasia section. Wow. And that was a real eye opener for me because that was where I really started to realize how there's just these misunderstandings and at that time, probably a lot uh, more lack of information mm-hmm. and just not knowing how to deal with certain situations because so many animals have been surrendered, mostly because people have not known how to deal with whatever the situation was, not because there was actually a problem with the animal. And, yeah. and I it think was too, really, if they come, sorry, go yeah, ahead. Sorry. Oh, and I was just going to say too, it was just, it was really sad to, mm-hmm. to re- realize that a lot of these animals who are being euthanized are not being euthanized because they're sick or old. It's because this, the society is running out of room and they have that's to make so room for, yeah. So that's what really prompted me to, mm-hmm. <clears throat> start doing the education that I do because I really want to help people to understand their animals better, be able to have better relationships and ultimately hopefully reduce the population because we have such an overpopulation issue. Wow. I think too, and people, especially people that adopt animals because they don't know the extent of their background and it's hard to deal with the issue that they might have now, Mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, and thank God they have you to help out. So <laughs> uh, for that as well. So uh, awesome. So uh, what is one principle you can teach your audience that they can relate to and immediately apply? Well, I think one of the really important things that would be beneficial for people to to do is to create a health and wellness log for their animal and because with animals they tend to be very stoic and so by the time that we notice that something seems to be off with them it's already fairly advanced it's already too late well, maybe not too late, but it is fairly yeah. advanced and it okay. could end up um, costing more money or taking a lot more effort to deal with the situation. I mean, in some cases, it may be too late, depending on what the situation is. But Absolutely. Every situation is different. Yeah. So if we can, you know, monitor daily or at least weekly, mm-hmm. you know, their, their behaviors, their eating patterns and drinking patterns and um, just their whole body quality, you know, um, Mm -hmm. their, their eyes, their ears, their, their energy level, all of these different things. Yes. If we track that, then it's going to be much easier for us to be, to be able to recognize that, oh, something's not right here. Yeah, that's a great idea. You know, if you can do that and then 
uh, do you see the process and, and, and try to fix anything that if, if needed, really. Mm -hmm. So that, that's a great idea to do that uh, with the animals for sure. Um, would you share a success story with us if you have any? Um, one, one story is having is, is a client that, um, benefit benefited from having a better understanding of nutrition for their animal. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so many people are completely just rely on the pet industry, the stores, and the vet clinics and that to tell them what they should feed their animals. And unfortunately, a lot of vets are not trained in nutrition. Some do have that training, but mm -hmm. a lot don't. And so, so this person was able to understand better how to read the ingredients that are in the pet foods, not just like reading the front of the package because the, the food industry, whether it's human or animal is very, very misleading. Yes, very much. So I, I, I believe that. Yes, I agree with you. <laughs> so just because it says premium or, or, you know, whatever these fancy words are that they yeah. put on there, it doesn't mean anything. It's just a selling tactic. Yeah. So it's just really being able to understand what ingredients your animal actually needs and recognizing that cats need a different formulation or different type of nutrition than dogs do. And by the way, cats are obligate carnivores, so they do not need carbohydrates. They do not need vegetables. They do not need fruits. They don't need any of those fillers they need good quality meat. Oh, good to know. I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> so basically all of the dry food out there for cats is not healthy for them. Wow. That's scary though. Like if you're going to feed your, your pet, that kind of food, you know, all, I don't know, their health is going to be, oh my gosh. Yeah. Not, 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 uh, not good really. Yeah. You know, cause they're eating stuff and and if we if we're not educated as as people, uh, what to give the pets? Then how are we going to know, right? Because mm -hmm. we're we're so we're so trained to to read labels and 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 go from there. And sometimes it's like this one is more expo expensive, therefore it's it's the best. And sometimes right. it's really not, you know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, it's great to know. That's for sure. It's great to know. Awesome. So um, where can people receive uh, some additional free support if they want to connect with you? Well, they can go to my, my Facebook page, which is Petwell Navigation. And awesome. they can look up Petwell Navigation YEG, Y-E-G. Um, and they can send me a message through that way or um, I believe they've got the WhatsApp mm -hmm. connection on there as well. So yeah, so they can connect with me that way and let me know if they would like to get more, more guidance for their particular animal. 
Because a lot of what I talk about is, you know, is generalized. But because animals are all individual, Mm -hmm. you can't necessarily paste this generalization on every single animal. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. mm -hmm. That's awesome. So um, I, I know you're a virtual assistant as well. And that's um, alongside with uh, what you're doing uh, as well right now. Um, would you like to share any more about uh, either for the audience or? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll share a little bit more about both. First with the animal care. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do have a podcast with my partner, Victoria and as, as well as a radio show. So we've got a, a bi-weekly podcast and a weekly radio show Very where cool. we um, talk about the science and spirituality of pet care. So she has more of the spiritual side of it and I have more of the science side of it. Um, but we do this really deep dive into pet care. So we talk about so many different types of topics Mm -hmm. and just provide with a lot of information to help people with their, their pets to keep them safe, happy, healthy, and ultimately thrive. That's awesome. That's pretty cool that you guys do uh, this together. Uh, You know, it's pretty much two, two people with that expertise to to accomplish one goal, really. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. That's great to hear. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so, um, so, oh, and then with the virtual assistant services, mm-hmm. um, so just to, to talk about just a little bit about what I specifically offer, um, and it's not necessarily that that's all I will do, but my specialization mm-hmm. is content research and information management proofreading and podcast setups. So if, if somebody is looking for, they want to research a topic, for example, or they want to research, um, maybe they, they need to get, gather a list of, I don't know, principles, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) um in a in a certain area or something like that and they need the contact information so then I would gather that information for them uh, and put it together in a a spreadsheet for them or how whatever format it is that they prefer or if it's like content research for a blog an article Mm -hmm. or maybe even if they have their own podcast and they want to get information for that, it's like, I can pull information for that and put it, organize it in a way so that it is understandable for them that they can follow it easily. Oh, that's pretty cool to know. That's awesome. Very cool. Was there anything else you'd like to share with us before we go? Um, Well, if you would like to check out the podcast or radio show, the podcast is called The Animal Files, Exposing the Truth, Science, and Spirituality of Pet Care. Oh, I like that. And the radio show is the same name, um, but that one is on WGRLO Radio, which is online. And 
that's going to be that's every Sunday at 12 noon mountain. Oh, that's cool. I'll have to have a listen on that for sure. <laughs> so I can understand the pets here. <laughs> that's always good to know. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so very much, uh, Miranda, for uh, being here with us today. And uh, for those of you out there, have an amazing day and I will see you again next time. Bye for now.